Hey, my name is Kevin Clark. I'm the host of a new football podcast called Slow News Day. I want to tell you about it. On Mondays, Lindsey Jones and I will recap the weekend in football that was, as well as look ahead to what's next. On Wednesday, the normal Slow News Day, the thing you've been watching for years, current players, current coaches, current analysts talking about the football world. And on Friday, it's a wild card. Could be some college football, could be more pro stuff. It's a video podcast, so you can watch it on Spotify or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on Spotify. It's Slow News Day. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100-GAMBLER. Visit rg-help.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, go. Welcome back to the Ringer Gambling Show. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Rostradamus. And y'all know how it's going down. We could continue to put these winning weeks together. Obviously, last week, it wasn't the winning week that we wanted to have, but we did go 2-1-2. and two. We got two pushes, so that's still in the winning category. It's not what we wanted, but we got there. So hopefully, we can continue to build some momentum, keep bringing these winning weeks. So let's get into it. Number one. For our first pick for our top five NFL contest plays, we're going to go with the Chicago Bears minus three against the Detroit Lions. When you look at these two teams, these are two teams that are headed in opposite directions. You look at the Chicago Bears. Their offense is rolling right now behind Justin Fields. You look at the Detroit Lions. They are just one and four against the spread in their last five games. Over the first six games of this season, the Bears just scored 93 points. In their last three games, they've scored 94 points. And you got to look at this coaching staff. You got to look at offensive coordinator Luke Getzky. You got to look at Matt Eberflus. They deserve a lot of credit for, you know, changing how this offense works around Justin Fields. They've catered the offensive philosophy towards his strengths. You look at the last three weeks, Justin Fields has dominated against the Blitz. 34 dropbacks, 23 of 28, 210 yards, five touchdowns, and zero picks with the 82% completion percentage. He really struggled with the Blitz earlier this season. He's eating it for lunch right now. Last three weeks, Bears offense, 33 points, 29 points, 32 points. Eighth in EPA for play, 11th in success rate against the Patriots, Cowboys, and Dolphins. And you look at this Lions team, they're giving up five yards per rush, 28th in the NFL. 
what do the Bears like to do? They like to run the ball. So they should be able to dominate and attack this Lions defense, which is dead last in EPA for play. And when you look at this Lions offense, unfortunately, they're not the same on the road. So, I mean, they tend to score a lot of points in the Dome, but when they go away from the Dome, they really struggle. They scored just seven points against Dallas, and then they scored, they got shut out against the New England Patriots. And more importantly, we talk about this all the time. There's only so long fake thugs can pretend. Who is the biggest fake thug out there? Jared Goff in cold weather. He has posted a negative EPA per play in all five of his outdoor starts with the Detroit Lions. And, you know, shouts to my guy, Cleve T.A., on Twitter, he he pulled this stat. Jared Goff is four, seven, and one straight up and three and nine against the spread in cold or rainy weather. It's supposed to be 20 to 30 degrees. High winds. So we're gonna go with the Chicago Bears. Minus three as our first pick in our NFL contest, please. Number two. For our second pick in our NFL contest place, we're gonna go with the Cleveland Browns. Plus three and a half. You know what it is. East 99. Bone Thugs and Harmony, you know what it is. Cleveland Browns plus three and a half. And look, I know a lot of people are not going to like this play, but in my opinion, when you look at these two teams, these are two teams who are equally matched, but one team has been a little bit more lucky than the other team. The Browns, they're one and four in games decided by six points or less. So we should expect that to regress. You look at the Dolphins, they are five and oh in games decided by six points or less, and they really can't get separation. So you notice that the Miami Dolphins are one and five against the spread in the last six games. When I look at my model, my model makes this game Dolphins minus 1.6. So the three and a half is a lot. It's it's just, I just think you're getting some value on the Cleveland Browns in this spot that Browns are five and one against the spread in the last six games as an underdog, including three and one against the spread this season. And, you know, more importantly, You look at this Browns defense, they get Denzel Ward back. And I know they have to go face up against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They rank fifth and first, respectively, in receiving yards this season. However, this Browns defense has only allowed three 100-yard receivers all season long. You look at this Dolphins defense. That's where the edge is on this game. The Dolphins are 27th in defensive DVOA. They are 23rd in pressure rate. Despite having the fourth highest blitz rate, this is a team that can't get pressure at all. And I expect Jacoby Brissett to be able to carve this defense up. I mean, we've seen what other offenses have done against this Miami defense. And then more importantly, I expect Nick Chubb to just be able to run wild on this defense. And here's an interesting caveat. Joe Woods was a member of the 49ers with Mike McDaniel. So he's familiar with this scheme. So... I think the Browns have a huge edge here. We're going with the Cleveland Browns plus three and a half as our second pick for our NFL contest, please. Number three. For our third pick for our NFL contest, please, we're going to go with Broncos country. Let's ride. Denver Broncos plus two and a half. This Broncos defense right now, they are second in defensive DVOA, first in pass defense DVOA. And I know they struggle against the rush, but... It's one thing when you're going up against a team who can pass the ball and they mix in the rush. This Titans team, the Broncos know all they want to do is run the ball. You got a rookie in Malik Willis or Ryan Tannehill. We don't know who's playing yet. We're recording this on a Friday. But Malik Willis, he was just 5 for 16 for 80 yards last week. This guy 
is refusing to pass the ball. He can't pass the ball. So I'm not expecting much from this Titans offense. And one thing I will say is that this Titans offense has been outgained pretty much all year long. The, the, the last in yards per game at 278. And they, they're relying on Derrick Henry to do a lot. And I just think the Broncos are going to be able to capitalize on that. More importantly, Russell Wilson, I know he's had a disappointing season, but we saw against the Jaguars last week, well, before the bye week, that this offense is starting to get it rolling. And at some point, if your offense is not doing anything, when you look at the Titans, it allows the other team back into the game. And this Titans defense, they played really tough against Kansas City last week. However, they want to feel for 90-plus plays on Sunday Night Football. You got to turn back around after slowing down Patrick Mahomes, and you got to deal with this rested Broncos team. So I really like the Broncos in this spot. I think this is a lower-scoring game, and I think eventually Russell Wilson kind of finds a way to get this thing done. So we're going to go to Broncos plus 2.5. I think they win this game outright, but Broncos plus 2.5 is our third contest play of the week. Number four. For our fourth contest pick, we're going to go with the Seattle Seahawks plus three. If you ask me, I think the wrong team is favorite here. I love Tom Brady. What do I always say about Tom Brady? He's like Alonzo from training day. You give him 18 months, he'll give you a career. Unfortunately, that same magic is not there. I don't know what it is. If, if it's the divorce, we all know Tom Brady has spoken at length about his marriage with his wife. Giselle, she has crystals, she has shrines. This guy has had all the voodoo and all the magic working his way his entire career. And for whatever reason, it's not working the same this year. I don't know if he needs to go, you know, go see a tarot card specialist or a, a voodooist or, or something. Get some crystals because it's not working for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team right now. They are a league worse, two, six, and one against the spread. And Tampa Bay could be the fifth team in the Super Bowl era to have a losing record through nine games despite being favored in every game. So I think the only other team to, do, to have done that was the two, 2016 Carolina Panthers. So they're in a real bad spot. So I, I like when you look at this the Seattle team, I just still I still believe that they're being undervalued here. They've covered four straight games for the first time since 2020. And I just think you have two teams here that one is being overvalued, one is being undervalued. My model with priors actually makes this game bucks minus one and a half. But if you use this season's numbers, I think Seattle should be favored. Seattle's eighth in EPF for play on offense. Tampa Bay is 21st. Seattle has the is higher in dropback success rate, and the Bucs are really struggling on offense. The Bucs can't run the ball at all. You look at this Buccaneers team, they're averaging 18 points a game. That's the fewest Bob Brady-led offense through nine games of his career, and this Seattle defense has really improved through the first five weeks. You got to admire the job that Pete Carroll has done. Through the first five weeks, Seattle's 31st EPA per play. From the last four, they're second in EPA per play and first in success rate. Now, I know what a lot of people are going to say, the Arizona, they played the Arizona Cardinals, they played the Chargers, they played the Giants. But you look at the games in which the Buccaneers have won. They're beating the Cowboys, the Saints, the Rams, the Falcons. They've only scored one touchdown in each of those games. And we all see the struggles of the Saints. We see the struggles with the Rams. You saw the Falcons on Thursday Night Football last night. These are not good teams. Outside of the Cowboys, 
who they beat on opening week, and they really didn't find their footing to later on in the season. So I'm not impressed with this Buccaneers team. I think the market continues to overvalue them. I think the Seahawks team has the better offense. Right now, I believe they have the better defense. And I hate to say it, they might even have the better quarterback this year in this situation. So give me the Seattle Seahawks plus three and a half. I'm sorry, Tom Brady. I love you to death. But I think Geno Smith is playing better football than you right now. So let's go to Seattle Seahawks plus three as our fourth contest pick. Number five. For our fifth contest pick, I normally don't like to lay huge numbers in the NFL, but I got to do it. I'm going to Philadelphia Eagles minus 11 in their matchup against the Washington Commanders. You look at the first matchup between these two teams, the Eagles put it on them. They absolutely dominated. They, they got off to a 24-point lead in the first half, and then they kind of just sat on the lead. But Jalen Hurst, I mean, he did whatever he wanted. 22 or 35 for 340 yards and three touchdowns, and then they just took their foot off of the gas in the second half. My model makes this closer to 14 than it does 11. And when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, I mean, they've just been one of the best teams in the league this season, and they've covered this line and half of their games. I mean, they've won most of their games by eight or more points. And when you look at how the commanders tend to start games, they tend to get off the slow starts. They have a league-worst DVOA offense in the first quarter, and they're 30th in the first half. So I think the Philadelphia Eagles get off to a fast start at home. You got to remember the Philadelphia Eagles, they played on Thursday night football. So they, they get that extra 10 days of rest. And I think they're playing a Washington commander's team which has covered four games in a row so the public is all over this commander's team and i just think they're being overvalued on in this spot the eagles are the only team in the nfc top five in both points per game on offense and points allowed on defense i see this as a game in which the eagles put this team away easily and i mean they're at home for this matchup i just think this line is short so for our fifth and final pick we can go with the philadelphia eagles minus 11 we're gonna recap we got the Chicago Bears, minus three. Cleveland Browns, plus three and a half. Denver Broncos, plus two and a half. Seattle Seahawks, plus three. And the Philadelphia Eagles, minus 11. As our top five contest picks. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now we have our teaser legs. We just got one teaser for today. We're going to go with the Broncos plus eight and a half. Tease it up from two and a half to eight and a half. You move that six points. And we're going to tease that with the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's at one and a half now. You tease that through three and a seven. Get that at seven and a half. Already broke down why I like the Broncos. But this is a prime spot to back the Steelers. And one of the things that we always talk about is those rah-rah Mike Tomlin spots. Mike Tomlin as an underdog. 
I mean, he's always been dominant throughout his career. Um, he's 11 and four straight up out of a bye. He's 39 and 16 and one. That's 71% against the spread as an underdog from week five forward. I just think this is a good spot for this Steelers team to get TJ Watt back. And look, do you really want to be laying points with Andy Dalton and Dennis Island on the road? Obviously, this Saints team is still banged up. Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore. I just don't trust this Saints team to go out there and blow out the Steelers by seven or more. I think the Steelers keep this close. They get TJ Watt back. They might even win this game outright, but I feel safer with it on a teaser. So that's my teaser. Broncos plus eight and a half, Steelers plus seven and a half. Now for some totals. Here's a couple of totals I like. I do like the Broncos, Titans under 39. Titans offense is last in the league, 278 yards per game. Like we said before, Malik Willis, he's struggling to pass the ball. Or if they bring in Ryan Tannehill, I just don't expect them to have do much offensively. And this Broncos offense is, I mean, it's getting better, but it's it's not lighting the world on fire. So I like the under 39 in this matchup. I also like the Colts Raiders under 41. I know you guys have heard the news. The Colts fired their head coach, Frank Wright. You bring in Jeff Saturday. They brought him in from the booth. Jeff Saturday. Uh, I mean, he was just sitting at ESPN in the booth, and now he's just expected to thrive on this level as a head coach. He doesn't have any experience as an NFL head coach. He doesn't have any experience as an NFL offensive coordinator. And this Colts offense, uh, who is their offensive coordinator at this point? And they were struggling before. They were they were dead last in points per game, 14.7. Dead last in offensive DVOA. 32nd in passing DVOA. 32nd in rushing DVOA. 32nd in offensive EPA per play. And 28th in success rate. 32nd in sacks taken. 31st in adjusted line yards. So this close offense, I don't expect them to do anything. But the one thing I will say is that the defense is still playing some good football. They're 11th in defensive DVOA. And for whatever reason, this Raiders offense even with all the weapons that they have, they still struggle to score. So I like the under 41 in this matchup. For our third and final total, I really like the Kansas City Chiefs, Jacksonville Jaguars over 50. You saw what the Raiders did to that Jaguars defense last week. You saw what the Broncos were able to do. Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're a different level offensively. I expect them to, to to get into the 30s offensively. And I, I think the Jaguars can put can try to keep up a little bit. I mean, maybe they even cover this number. But I just think 50 is a little short here. My model makes this a lot higher. So we're going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs, Jacksonville Jaguars, over 50. That's our three totals. Broncos, Titans, under 39. Colts, Raiders, under 41. Jags, Chiefs, over 50. That concludes the Ringer Gambling Podcast. I'm Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Rostradamus. And as always, y'all know how it's going down. You can check the Ringer Gambling feed. Myself and John Jaskrimski, we will be on Monday breaking down the Monday Night Football game between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Commanders, even though I did give you a little something here. We'll also be back East Coast Vias. Myself, JJ, and House on Tuesday. And as always, you can check out Austin Gale, Warren Sharp, we got a lot of great things going on on the Ringer Gambling Podcast feed. So check it out. I'm Raheem Palmer, Ringer Gambling Show, and y'all know how it's going down. Oh,